Welcome to In Here, Out There, a short daily podcast where I bring you spontaneous interviews, thoughts, field recordings, and stories from around the country. My name is Christopher Ives. Today I'm going to tell you a short story about confronting a grizzly bear alone in the woods near the U.S. and Canada border. Some years ago, I drove across Canada in my 2004 Volkswagen Jetta, and then all the way up to Alaska. Even though I had traveled to Europe, Nicaragua, and lived in the Amazon rainforest, I had never been outside the east coast of the country, never seen the plains, the southwest, never been to the west coast. I was up in Alaska to finish my master's degree in sustainable international development, and when I left, I felt a strong need to see more of my own country. I felt like I'd been seeing more abroad than I had in my own backyard. There were many stories from that four-month journey around the country, but one of my favorites is from a three-day camping trip deep in the backcountry of Glacier National Park. Natalie, my partner at the time, and I left the bustle of Glacier National Park headquarters and drove an hour or two north to the U.S.-Canada border. With Canada in sight, we pulled off into a small, nondescript parking lot on the side of the road. It was mid-afternoon, and we excitedly began to load up our hiking backpacks with the gear from our trunk. Lacing up our boots, grabbing extra batteries for the headlamp, fuel canister, check, bear spray, check, oatmeal, granola bars, instant rice. We packed light, but by the time we were ready to head off, The sun was already turning orange, it was already getting low in the sky. We realized, about 20 minutes in, that we really had to pick up the pace if we were going to make the campsite by dark. We didn't have a reservation, we had never been there before, and we were hours and hours from any services, or maybe any other people. We continued hiking through twilight until we finally saw a small fire in the trees. It looked like there was another person or two. But we quickly walked by, headed to an empty campsite, made some food, and strung up our food bag into the trees. We had been told this is grizzly bear country and storing our food properly was essential for both our safety and for the bear's safety. We were nervous. It was our first multi-night, multi-leg backpacking trip and we were pretty far out there. But we had made it, day one complete. If we hadn't been so tired from jogging the last mile with our 30 pound backpacks, we probably wouldn't have slept at all, but we did. And with a little bit of rest, we were pumped for our journey the next day. We were headed to a secluded beachfront campsite on a glacial lake. That day the sun was out, it was warm, and we ate huckleberries along the trail and sang silly songs to pass the time and scare the bears away. Mid-afternoon, we came out of the forest into a marshy meadow of wildflower bushes and these small rock piles. A huge mountainous bowl stood before us, dusted with snow, glacial remnants holding onto the peaks. The sun was lowering and golden hour would come quickly. 
we came across columnar basalt rock, these grouped geometric tubes of ancient lava that formed terraces ahead of us with this absurdly beautiful waterfall cascading over them. As we climbed excitedly up the trail next to them, the glacial lake came into view, neon blue and reflecting the mountains that encircled us. We were entirely alone, listening to the babble of the water over the rocks. Three sandy pads lay out before us, surrounded by dense, head-high bushes. A tall metal shaft that looked like a flagpole rose from the center of the plot, which we were supposed to suspend our food from since there were no trees. We set up our tent facing the lake and ate our dinner soaking in the absolute majesty of the view, until we heard a rustle. I turned around quickly to see a small doe deer looking at me, maybe six feet away. We stared at each other for a moment, and then she went back to munching on the leaves. We felt embraced by the natural surroundings, part of the place. The sun had now fallen below the peaks, and Natalie and I sat on the shore recounting our day. We were talking when Natalie stopped mid-sentence. What's that? Oh my god, it's a bear. Across the lake, a large brown ball of fur moved across a meadow. It was definitely a grizzly bear, and despite being a quarter mile away, we could tell it was big. Very big. We were nervous, but mostly excited at first. We felt like we were watching it from a relatively safe distance. Until it made a turn and moved towards the edge of a dense patch of head-high bushes, and then disappeared into them. The other side of which abutted our campsite. We looked at each other. What should we do? We yelled, made some noises, maybe we could scare it away and it would, wouldn't continue on its path. We debated, it, it's fine, well, we're alone. We're three hours away from the nearest campsite which we passed during the afternoon, which was also empty. We hadn't seen a person all day. This was all pretty new for us and we began to get nervous. As we discussed a little bit more, a rustle in the bushes about a hundred yards away gave us the push we needed. We'd take down camp and go back to the larger campsite three hours away. If we ran, we could probably shave a little time off and make it there before dark. So we scrambled our things together, repacked the tent, took down the bag of food from the pole, and set out at an unsustainable pace, running past huckleberry bushes and rocks back into the forest when suddenly, from around the corner, two figures appeared. You need to turn back, I said out of breath. There's a bear, we saw a bear back there. We, you really should go back. Really? Excellent. This guy was super excited. He turned to his partner and said, we've been hoping to find them, and he raised a DSLR camera from around his neck. I'm out here to take pictures. I don't know, man. It was a big bear, and it was coming right towards the campsite. With a smirk on his face, he said, friend, this is Glacier National Park. Even if you don't see them, there are bears around us, even right now. Trust me, I'm a park ranger. This is my day off. I hike back here all the time. 
They don't want to interact with you. You'll be fine. We're going to go ahead. If you want to come with us, that's great. Honestly, it's probably more dangerous for you to walk in the dark back to this other campsite. The two off-duty rangers sauntered on, leaving us alone. Alone again in the forest. We looked at each other for a long while, thinking and sharing our concerns directly through the pupils of our eyes. We'd be alone again in the forest. And without saying anything else, we jogged ahead to catch up with the rangers. You've been listening to In Here, Out There. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow.